Everyone, today is October 7th, 2023, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Links. My name is Green Ranger. While we're a week into Rush Duel's world, going to go over the main character we have this week, and that is Mimi Amimi. Very interesting character. We have her um, level up cards, dual skills, and her event as well. Gonna go over the uh, ranked dual rewards for the month, October 2023. And I think that's it. Just as a reminder, you can get this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Search Dual Links Podcast, Dual Assessment Podcast, and all of, all of the old episodes are available on WordPress, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. So quickly, my week. Um, I've actually played a little bit of Rush Duels just to get some of the ranked rewards, ranked tickets. And it's, it, it's honestly a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, um, not knowing anything about the format, didn't know what to expect. And, um, you know, the characters are only up to level 20, so I was able to level up a couple of them. And um, just just doing the old school battling again is fun. Uh, some duels go to the end. Um, but, you know, it's typical for me where I win more than I lose. Kind of like a high 50% range. So I'm dueling that uh, just to get some of the tickets, of course. There's those rush tickets now. So instead of getting, you know, repeated ranked duel tickets, you're actually getting new things for one. So that's nice. Um, I don't think I have a viable deck yet because I didn't really spend much. I did spend to get the Summon Skull um, set, whatever you call it. But um, I'm just playing, you know, like I'm playing the deck with the uh, Dying Kettle where you get, it's not even like a full Mimi deck because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to. I'm running like psychic monsters and stuff, but I'm just playing the free skill to get Dying Kettle and, um, you know, just, just kicking back, enjoying some of these duels. In other game news, uh, other game news. I um, had Cyberpunk, um, the expansion set, Phantom Liberty, and I'm playing that. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think I have it on the easy mode at the moment, so I did start a new one to to start from the beginning, but enjoying that game as well. So let's go over esports this week. Uh, let's start with the regular duels, the speed duels, if you will. Duels Grand Prix... 43 happened yesterday and um, I think the tenies have taken over the meta but in this specific set we have BLS taking the line share of the top 32 notably Infinitrax are back are, and so are Salamangrates first place Meki Switcheroo Madoshe so uh, notably the Madoshe petting Cesar has uh, has a limit two now, so we run two copies of that card. Notably, this deck has more monsters than we've seen in the past, but the uh, Petting Cesar, um kind of lives off having more monsters because when you special summon, you can special summon another one from the deck. So it behooves you to have more monsters rather than just running like you know one monster. 
Uh, one copy of Maldol Shape Pudding Sus. Of course, this is the card that makes it all go. Um, three copies of Magellan. This is a very powerful card as well. Uh, level four. Um, when you normal summon it, you add a Maldol Shape monster from your deck to your hand. We have the Hoot Cake. Level three. Um, let's see special summon from the deck as well. And the Messenger Gelato. Where um, you can add a spell or trap card. Um, Notable spells and traps: one copy of Maldolshay Chateau, the field spell; one copy of Maldolshay Knights Counter Trap, and then we have a lot of generic cards: two copies of Book of Moon, two Forbidden Lance, three Cosmic Cyclone, three Ice Dragon's Prison. Very powerful trap card. That's still a selection box card. And then the extra deck: we have two copies of Queen Tiramisu. Two Pudding Sus Chocolate a la mode. Two Glass Souffle. And then Nightmare Unicorn Nightmare Phoenix. Second place, Ramon R. Sealed Tombs, Infinitrax. No new difference in the Infinitrax here, but um, they are a pretty good deck now. One copy of Brutal Dozer, one Anchor Drill, three Harvester, one Trencher, one Crab Crane, one Tunneler, three Heavy Forwards, one Outrigger Extension, three Book of Moon, three Cosmic Cyclone, Forbidden Chalice, and an old card, Treacherous Trap Hole. Up four, Duan, Life Point Boost Alpha Tenyi, three copies of Tenyi Spirit Ashuna, two copies of Tenyi Spirit Vishuda, three Tenyi Spirit Adhara, one Mapura, two Shitana, one Flawless Perfection, three Vessel for the Dragon Cycle, three Heavenly Dragon Circle, Two Ice Dragons Prison. And top four Lemon, Soul of Light and Darkness BLS with a little Majestus too. One BLS Legendary Swordsman, one BLS Super Soldier, one regular BLS, three BLS Envoy at the beginning, three Endymion, the Majestus of Mastery, uh, three Book of Moon, one Chaos Form, two Crackdown, two Warning Points, one Compulsory Evac, one Bottomless Trapple, and one Compulsory Escape Device. I haven't seen a compulsory escape device before. It's very similar to compulsory evac. It's even better though. Oh, each player. So this is a double double whammy. That's why it's not as good. And let's just hit up a rush duel event. So this is the Latin American showdown rush duel number two. Ninety-two players participating here. First place fallen advent sevens excel road. Uh, sevens road magician. I guess magician. Three copies of Seven's Road Magician, two Excel Wonder Splat, three Kurabot, two Torn of the Windweaver, who's very powerful, three Seven's Road Witch, three Thunder of the Thunder, one Fire Golem, three Mystic Dealers, three Dark Sorcerers, three Doriato, one Spell Archer, two Recovery Force, and a Phantom Bind. I guess it's considered a Spellcaster deck. Second place, Vital, Dark Arts of Celerity. I guess this is a Warrior deck. Three, Yami Ruler, the Dark Delayer. Three, Kurabot. Three, Kimmer Ruler, the Dark Raider. One, Umagumi, the Ruler Squad. Three, Thunder, the Thunder. Two, three, Nandis, the Fire Awakener. Three, Fire Golem. Three, Twin Edge Dragon. Three, Masaki, the Legendary Samurai. Three, Bonded Boeing. Bowing, one Pierce, one Phantom Bind. Top four, NE11666, Bubble Arrow deck. 
uh, no skill here, but one Dying Keto, one Yami Ruler, Dark Delayer. This is not a Bulb Error deck. Never mind. This is just some put my best cards in deck. Two Lightning Volt Condor, two Dark Crested Hawk, one Multi Strike Dragon Dragaeus, one Prima Guitarna, one Rice Terror Secure, one Kimmy Ruler, the Dark Raider, one Tornado, the Wind Weaver, one Gravity Press. Two Luminous Parrot, two Thunder to Thunder, three Mystic Dealers, three Trick Pigeons, three Dark Sorcerers, three Dragorite, one Silent Assassin, and one Phantomite. So this is basically an Unga Bunga deck. And top four Articuno, Legendary Draw, uh, Spellmaster, sure, whatever. I don't know what this deck is. This is also an Unga Bunga deck. One Multi Dragon Dragius, three Sevens Road Magician, oh, sorry, three Dragons, three Kurabot. Three Sevens Road Witch, three Thunder to Thunder, three Fire Golem, three Mystic Dealers, one Summon Skull, that's a legend card, three Dark Sorcerer, one Gazelle, one Masaki, one Silent Assassin, one Spell Archer, three Recovery Force. So, right off the bat, with the limited card pool, you kind of see like similar cards in the decks that are staples and good cards. Alright, so then the uh, we got to the Duel Links meta power rankings for Speed Duels. First, Tier 1, Tenyi at 40, BLS at 38.5. Tier 2, Salamangrates are on the board at 17. Tier 3, Infinitrax are on the board at 9.5. Rockets at 7.5. And we don't have a power rankings yet for uh, Rush Duels because it's too unformed. There's Unga Bunga decks winning the top 4. Alright, so we start off with this event. The Eternal Schoolgirl Mimi and Mimi. And... So first off, I did not know this character's 37. That's kind of the joke that she's 37. I thought that that character, uh, Yosh Mimi, was her brother, but it's her son. Because when you duel that character, she's, he's like, I get to duel my mom. So that happens. Notably, this character... Uh, so, so what I did not know also is that the Sevens Road uh, World is Gen Z. It, um, kind of the words they use, the lingo is very Gen Z. And this character is anachronistic in many ways because we've got disco references. That's, you know, 70s. We've got probably 80s lingo. We have, um, you know, 90s lingo. We have... Stuff from the aughts, you know, stuff like the 90s and aughts is what I grew up um, saying. And she kind of says stuff from different decades. And that makes her kind of cool because she kind of spits this stuff out. And doesn't, is trying to fit in without knowing that all her lingo is messed up. And um, I'm just scrolling through uh, the next cutscene here. But um, it's very interesting. She's also a secret uh, employee of the Goha Enterprise. And um, so I guess she's a bad guy, if that means anything. I'm seeing a new cutscene of Good Yoshita over Crusher, who is, um, who is um, the son of, of uh, Mimi, uh, Mimi, I guess. And sorry, I'm just reading through this thing. 
kind of weird, but whatever. Um, anyhow, let's just get to the event. Um, it's kind of funny. I'm, re- I'm reading through this meme thing. Rush Duels turns my son into a punk. That's what Mimi says. Um, it's kind of funny. Frankfurter Fettuccini. I'm talking about his mom a lot, and Mimi's just standing there and chilling. I guess you have to fight this good Yosh the Overcrusher guy. Alright. Sorry for that little, uh, that little uh, side uh, side loot or whatever. You have to fight Sabu Ramen too. Sabu Ramen's part of the story is some for some reason. Um, Alright. So we get this character and there's two drops here. Both of them are horses. Uh, similar similar to the legendary card. Um, I forgot what the card is called. The horse. But anyhow. Uh, two new cards... Notably, these two cards are very hard to obtain. I have zero copies of each. First one, Seahorse Carrier, Light, Level 3, Aqua. That kind of comes a theme, Light, Aqua Monsters. 700 attack, zero defense. Requirement during the turn, you normal summon this card. And then the effect is add a Light Attribute, Aqua Type, Normal Monster, from your graveyard to your hand. So, yeah, um... All of her skills and stuff kind of reference light, aqua, and that's bubble era. This card simply is a recycler. You recycle a light aqua monster from the graveyard back to your hand. It's not going to work for Diane Keto because she's an effect monster. It only works for normal monsters. So someone like Kanan the Sword Diva, for example, is one probably the best card you can get back uh, from this. And there's not much going for it. This card has 700 attack. Just helps you sustain a little bit, I think. Um, for you are, this is a little underwhelming. I mean, all cards right now are kind of underwhelming in rush duels, but this one, it just gets a card back from the graveyard. Not much to say besides that. Um, and uh, yeah, not much more to say besides that. And um, yeah, that's it. Now, the other card we get is also a uh, light aqua card. This is the Seahorse Server, light level 2 aqua, 500 attack, 0 defense. You have a face-up light attribute aqua, normal type. You gain 500 life points. Another, you know, not that good card. Um, It's kind of like red medicine on a monster, so you don't have to run red medicine, I guess. Life point gain is a thing right now where you can kind of sustain your life points. And keep yourself in a rush duel. Uh, if you want to stall a little bit and deck out your opponent, I guess. Um, it's kind of like stall decks kind of get through it better, I guess. Because it's very easy to like make your opponent draw till they die. But in a way to do that is that you have to kind of deplete their board. Um, you have to deplete your opponent's board. And if they're losing things, then their hand will go faster and then they draw more cards. And life points kind of help you stay in the duel, I guess. Both these cards are important, though, because they are light aqua types, and we don't have enough of them. They're really, like, the best thing that's around. And the Seahorse Carrier and Seahorse Server are not amazing in any way. But because just for being light aqua types, they have a little use. Some of these dual skills that we'll go over need you to fill up the deck with light aqua types. 
All right. So that's the event. I'm finding it very hard to get these cards. Um, seems that way. It seems really hard, but um, maybe it's worth using a farm deck. But I'm just using like the times three effect on it on the on the gate or whatever. All right. So once you get Mimi and Mimi, she has some level up rewards. First one's Kanan the Sword Diva. Who, uh, if anyone's confused by the art, she is a black gal who, um, not African American, but like, it's like a Japanese style where they're extremely tanned. Like you go to the tanning salon and you, you tan yourself a ton. So she's a black gal. That's what that's known as. But anyways, uh, light level four aqua, fourteen hundred attack, zero defense. So yeah, this card functions as a beater, level four. 1400 is solid right now. Some decks run stuff with less. And 1500 is the gold standard for a uh, non-tribute monster. For 1400 is pretty good. The zero defense leaves a lot to be desired. But just for being a light aqua, she's very useful. Uh, and you would run that in the deck because she's the best thing we've got so far. There's no 1500 light aqua. So this is the best thing we've got. Alright, so the next card we get is Grace Princess Kana. It's light level 2, aqua, zero, uh, 200 attack, 1400 defense. This is worse. It's got pretty much no attack value. It's got, like, okay defense, 1400. That'll block some of the lower ones. It could block Kanan, the Sword Diva. And... It could block Kane and the Sword Demon. Yeah, that's really the main thing. And, um... Alright, next card we get is one copy of Triple Threat Thunder. This is a spell card. You have to have three face-up aqua types in the field. Change the original attack of one face-up level 8 or lower monster on your opponent's field to zero until the end of this turn. So as a standard with me, I misread this card. As you know, Yu-Gi-Oh players can't read. I thought this was a level eight only. So this hits any monster level eight or lower. So this debuffs anyone to zero, which is pretty good. Um, I thought this was a card that you wouldn't run, and now it's worth running because you know it's 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 just like a game ender for some people. And with your opponent just running Phantom Bind as the only, you know, like, buff, this is really good. So this, you know, leads you faster to victory. It can make nice catch-up card. You can make your opponent's monster zero attack, and you just hit over it. So not only lose a lot of life points, but you lose the biggest, they could lose their biggest monster. So you just have to make sure you have your Aqua types on the board. And with Rush Duels, there's so many monsters, you can easily have three monsters on the board. Yeah, there's no limit on the monster, too. It's like any level 8 or lower, which everything is at this point. So, very good card um, that's worth running. Last card we get is this uh, Spell Party Party Party, one copy. Change all attack position aqua types on your field to face up defense and gain life points equal to the number of monsters changed to to face up defense by 400. 
So this maxes out at 1,200, obviously, with three monsters on the board. And it's best to use, uh, let's see, your winning. This is like a win more card, because you have to be up three monsters on the board, and then you'd use it. Like, it, it's not good to use this on the turn you summon it. You have to be kind of like beating your opponent down with three cards. And then you use this card, you flip them to defense, gain your life points, and then switch them back to attack. So notably, don't use this um, after you summoned your monsters. So that's the goal. It's a win more card. You gain 1,200 life points. It's good enough for now for the Bubble Arrow deck. Um, yeah, you gain 1,200 life points. That's really it. Alright, so Mimi and Mimi has some decent dual skills. Some of them are playable at this point. First one is called Boogie Master Master Draw. Oh, sorry, Boogie Master Draw. This skill can be used if you have at least 10 light attribute aqua types in your deck. Uh, can be activated before your normal draw on turn 4 onward if your opponent has a face-up level 7 or higher monster and you have no monsters on your field. The effect is 2 cards from your normal draw will be Dying Kato, the Boogie Master, and Seahorse Carrier. In a way, this is a catch-up skill. And catch-up skills are better than win more skills because you're kind of down on the board and you need you need your right draw. This is kind of like Destiny Draw, but for Diane Keto and the Seahorse Carrier. And your opponent has to have a level 7 or higher monster on the board. And chances are if you're down, then you probably are down because they have a level 7 or higher <laughs> right now. Uh, so you kind of see the same monsters right now that are beating you down. Unless they have Summon Skull. Summon Skull is like the one that can kind of get by the skill. Uh, where the, uh, the the Dying Keto will only tie the monster, 2,500 attack. But usually they'll have something with over level 6, like level 7, level 8. Your Lightning Volcondor, your Dragon Dragius, your 7's Road Magician, any of those cards are 7 or higher. So this gives you the Boogie Master, which is the highest attack right now, 2,500. And it gives you Seahorse Carrier as well. So this is a pretty good skill, good catch-up card to... To get your strongest monster. If anything the seahorse carrier gives you. Uh, a material to tribute for. For sure. Alright next skill is cure master Diane Keto. Uh, the original Diane Keto. Can be activated if your life points are lower than your opponents. Shuffle two aqua types. With different names from your graveyard to your deck. Set a Diane Keto the cure master from outside your deck to your spell trap zone. So basically, this lets you, when you're down, you shuffle two monsters back, recycle, and then you get a thousand life points on this skill. So, um, yeah, the original Diane Keto, you gain a thousand life points. It's a little confusing now because there's going to be a lot of different Diane Ketos, but yeah. Right now, you gain a thousand life points. Not the best skill, but it's a little bit of sustain. Um, and notably, Diane Keto herself, the Boogie Master, lets you gain a thousand life points by tossing a monster into the graveyard. So she already has this skill, not very useful. Disco Fever. This skill can be used if you have at least fifteen light aqua types and the only level seven or higher effect monster are aqua type. Uh, requirement is can you activate the turn you have summoned a light aqua type normal monster? Any number of light attribute aqua types on your field whose total level total levels equal ten gain seven hundred attack until the end of the turn. So this is the meta skill of the deck, and requiring you to run fifteen light aquas. 
is why you run Grace, Princess Kana, Kanan the Sword Diva, and both seahorses, because there's not enough light aqua types in, in the game. So you have to run them all, and Diane Keto, so you get Disco Fever. This is a really good skill. Your monsters, you just have to make the level line up to 10, which is easy. Grace Princess kind of helps with that because she works with Diane Kettle. Diane Kettle is 7 or 8. Good question. Let me figure it out. Diane Kettle is 8. Yeah, so Diane Kettle with the Grace Princess kind is 10. Kanan the Sword Diva can't go with that. So Kanan um, would have to go in like a combination. But everyone gains, you know, 700 attack, which is quite a lot. It's like a beatdown skill. So nice board clear, big board buff for your, your monsters. Light Raise Draw can be activated before your normal draw on turn 4 onwards if your opponent has a face-up level 7 or higher and you have no monsters. So same contingency as Boogie Master Draw. The effect is one of the cards from your normal draw will be a random level 5 or 6 light attribute non-legend monster from your deck so just because this has the same requirement as boogie master draw it's worse because what are the chances that a random level five or level six light is going to be better than diane keto i don't think it would be now if we have a bigger card pool maybe because you could put a really good level five or six monster in your deck and this will guarantee the draw but until then, this is inferior to Boogie Master Draw, and I would use that skill over that. Rush on Diane Keto. At the beginning of the duel, if you have no level 6 or higher effect monsters, add a Diane Keto the Boogie Master to your deck. Free to play skill. This is what I'm using right now because I don't have Diane Keto. Um, it's fine if you don't have her. And finally, set party, party, party. Can be activated once per duel. Set a party, party, party from your deck or graveyard in your spell or trap zone. So basically this card is, uh, you get one. And like I said before, this card maxes out at 1,200 life points. So if you get this from the graveyard, you've used it already. So this can get you up to 2,400 life points. Not too impactful for a skill. This would only be for like a severe life gain deck where you're only strategies to outlast your opponent by gaining life points and stalling them out. So only for that situation. Right now I would not play this card over an offensive strategy. That's Mimi and Mimi in a nutshell. Um, get the character. She's fun. I think she's one of the more interesting dialogues I've seen on a character. Yep. That's all. That's enough reason to get her. Finally, we have the Ranked Rush Duel Rewards. And these are all new tickets that come. You could either do Speed Duels or Rush Duels. It doesn't matter. But as long as you rack up the rewards, the wins, you'll get these rewards. So the end ticket in Rush Duels is Armonite. This is Water, Level 4 Aqua, 1000 Attack, 1200 Defense. It's got like, like a mix of mediocre stats. Which makes it useful sometimes for defending, I guess. But right now, Water Aqua is not useful. We don't have a Water-type deck. Uh, like I said, Light Aqua is Diane Kato's thing, and this doesn't even fit. If anything, this is an Aqua-type, which helps 
some of her skills, but they're not light. So, yeah, until we get a water strategy, this card's not that useful. Now, our rarity, we got a worse card. This is Jet Paracoda Water Level 3 Fish, 800-1000. This is worse than Armonite, and there's no fish water synergy right now, same as Water Aqua. So, again, this is not very useful at the moment. As our ticket, we have Piercing Dragon Bunker Strike. Earth level 7 Dragon, 2300 attack, 1800 defense. The requirements send the top card of your deck to the graveyard uh, when you normal summon this. The effect is draw cards equal to the number of monsters on your opponent's field, then place them, place cards from your hand equal to the number of cards drawn to the top or bottom of the deck in any order. So, so stat wise, this is similar to Gaia the Fierce Knight. 2 tribute, 2300 attack. Earth Dragon. It's useful for dragons if you just need more dragons. Here you have a card. And this is like a scry effect where you kind of like look at the cards and place them in any order. Or you could place them to the bottom of your deck. So it's a scry up or scry down. You could kind of, if they're cards you want, you put them, put them up. If they're cards you don't want, you put them down. So that's really it. Not the most useful card. You kind of want this card for your stats. Level 7, 2300 attack. Mediocre at best. That's the Gaia. It gets beat by Summon Skull. So, you know, the the Scry effect is something, but it's not... You know, it makes sure... It, like, a, like a guaranteed draw effect is better than a Scry effect, but sure. And finally, the UR is La Moon. Light level 5 spellcaster. 1200, 1700. This is a very mediocre uh, card uh, stats for one tribute. Um, if anything, this has a high defense right now, 1700. We do have another card that has 2000 defense. This has some attack, though. That 2000 defender has no attack. So we have this combo with mediocre attack, good defense, 1200, 1700, sure. She's a spellcaster, so you kind of put it in your spellcaster deck. But the overall package is a not a good card that like you don't really want these stats on a level on a one tribute. You just kinda like tribute her to defend. That's kind of the skill. She could stall a little bit seventeen hundred defense at this point, but eventually she'll be outclassed entirely. That is it. Um rush duels kind of rush you through the podcast, that's why I feel <laughs> Upcoming news, mid-October, Tag Duel Tournaments here, your card in Speed Duels, Kai's the Mega Monarch, and Heartbeat Lady in Rush Duels, and Duel- Duelings Mission Research, late October, obtain another, another Legendary Duelist, Ghost Gal, for Speed Duels, I believe. Speed Duels are Rush, though, I'm not sure where Ghost Gal's from, but uh, Duel Capsule is, I think Ghost Gal's from Reigns, so that's when the... Um, when the Alter Geists are coming. That's going to be annoying meta. And Dual Capsule. So that is it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Take care.